this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the Fitcast. Hello, and welcome to the Kaselk and Fons Fitcast. Partner, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It is summertime in the shy, just chilling. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Before we get started, I know there's been a lot of uh, crazy news out there. I want everybody to know that uh, we are secretly recording this conversation. Secretly? Yeah. Secret, secretly recording, just so that everybody knows and we don't get sued, okay? Okay. I thought we were very obviously recording, but I'm glad you said something. Yes, yeah, so we're good. So when our guest comes on later, we will uh, make sure he knows that uh, these secret recordings are perfectly legal. Okay. Are they perfectly legal or perfectly not legal? Because sometimes I'm not sure when you say is not and is. I wouldn't know, or I would know. I don't you know. wouldn't know, yeah, either one. Okay. Cool. No, but I'm anyways, <laughs> it's, uh, the bats are rocking and rolling out there. I'm doing a ton of tours, making some some coin. All right. What time are they coming out nowadays? Eight nineteen last evening. Okay, not too bad. Sunsets right around that same time, so there's good 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 amount of light out there. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. So other than that, I've been. Uh, Barton Springs is getting really crowded. Unless you're getting there super early in the morning, it's hard to get a swim in. Oh, man. So, But I'm sure you're still getting there at, like, 5 in the morning, so you're good. Yep, yep. And uh, the Deep Eddy doesn't open until 8, and summer kids in school, no longer in school. So uh, that's that. it gets crowded over there, too. But, you know, it's still amazing to get out and do all that stuff. Yeah, I'm jealous. Our uh, swimming pool closed here in Homewood. But we can use the outdoor swimming pool. But the other day in the outdoor swimming pool, I found a chunk of somebody's weave. So I don't think I'll be going there anytime soon. That is horrible. It's so gross. I was like, just like swimming. I'm like, what's on my hand? Ew. Air. <laughs> that's awful. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, no racing around here for me in the summertime. Uh, what's been new with you? You been going to Cubs games at all? I've been going to a few Cubs games, yeah, cheering on the Cubs, but um, I decided that I'm actually their bad luck charm. The only person that can, because every game, except for one this year that I've gone to, they've lost. Um, and they actually even broke like a nine-game winning streak at one of the games I was at. Come on. But my mom cancels out the bad luck, so my mom has to go. Shout out to Mama Selk. My mom has to go to all the games now. So that they win. All right. I'm sure uh, if that's true, the Cubs will be happy to have her go to every game if they win the rest of the season. I know. Well, it's if that can. That's what Mama Selk can do. That's what Mama Selk will do. So I have a question for you. Yeah. What's up? Uh, we're a podcast. Are we? Oh shit! I didn't know. Yeah, we're a podcast, and okay. I. Uh, I'm doing some uh, team research for us. Here in Austin next month is Slate Day. Do you know Slate Podcasts? Oh, okay, yeah. They got a whole bunch. They have like a dozen podcasts or whatever. And a bunch of them are coming down. I think five of them are coming to Austin to do a live recording for an entire day of watching Slate Podcasts get recorded. Oh, that's fun. So I'm thinking I'm going to go and then... uh, Write it off as a business expense against yep. all our income. So can I can I use our uh, income to purchase a ticket to Slate Day? Totally. Do you think you could fly me down? Uh, 
<laughs> our reserves are a little short to be doing uh, actual flights this late day. But uh, how about this? I'll just uh, tell you what happened. Okay, you can take notes for me. Fine, fine, fine. Plus, I just want to save my Austin trips for the winter when Chicago's miserable. Yeah. So I understand. This is this is a good decision. No, but I'm super excited about it. There'll be uh, the gist. I don't know if you know Mike Pesca. The gist. It's That's a lot cool. of our, a lot of them are political podcasts, but it's going to be a super fun day. I'm going with my buddy Tali. Definitely bring bring business cards so we can get the word out about the Kesel Confonts podcast. Our budget will not allow us to print podcast <laughs> business cards. We spent it all on slate day. Damn! What are you doing, man? And and tacos. <laughs> well, I guess so, tacos are important. So that's going on with me. What What do you got going? Well, I um last time we left off on the Fitcast, I was about to do a half Iron Man with plantar fasciitis, and you know what? Actually, it went pretty well. I mean, for for saying that, yeah, like for saying that, I um I had plantar fasciitis and was gonna do a half Iron Man. It went very well. I did have to walk a lot of the run because it was in Door County, Wisconsin, which uh, most people don't think of Wisconsin as being very hilly, but Fonz, you're a Wisconsinite. Is Wisconsin hilly? It is up in Door County. I've done that race a couple times. Oh yeah. And uh, they always warn you about the hill at mile nine. And um, the best advice I got was just walk up the hills. And I was like, fuck no. Like I want to do this. I want to really do it. And then I saw this hill, and I wasn't even sure if I could walk up it. I was like, I'm going to need to take a break from walking. Um, but I did it. I finished the race. And then, very surprisingly, I was awarded second place age group. So I was very happy about that. I got second place in my age group. Did you? And here's the ultimate question. Did you go to Shipwrecked either anytime that weekend or after the race or anything? Duh. And they have really good hummus. All right. So when did you go? Immediately? I, I went. No, I went the night after, like that that day, like later that day. But you know what? Their beer isn't very good. I no, hate to say no. that. I agree. It's made from shitty water. I know, but th- you know their food is really good. I had a burger, and their hummus was really good. But that's how I recovered. I remember having a cup, like a cup, like a pint. I had a pint of cheese curds when I was there. Oh, they do them by the pint? I didn't even know that. I'm going to order that next time. <laughs> Serve your cheese first. That might be wrong. It might have been like tater tots or something, but it was something that shape in a pint glass. No, it was cheese curds. You're in Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Well, awesome. Congratulations on your second place finish. Yeah, thank you. And the planters held up. It's not a 100%, but it's apparently good enough for me to be racing on. So I'm, I can't complain about that. How was the weather? It was in that, uh, what's the name of that little park it started in, that beach? Uh, Murphy Park. It was fucking hot. <laughs> it hot down there? Yeah, the water was really great, which I guess is um, kind of rare. The past couple of years, they've had to cancel the swim because the water's been, like, cold and weedy. Um, so that was, like, the best part of my race. And the bike, it got hotter and hotter and hotter. And by the time you got to the run, it was hell. But shout out to the people giving out the Freezy Pops. Remember Freezy Pops from when you were a kid? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue, green, yellow, orange. Oh, yeah. Well, they were handing them out. They would, like, cut off the top and then hand it to you. And I wanted to, like, hug this volunteer. I wanted to, like, kiss her. I was just so happy to get the Freezy Pop. It was purple, by the way. 
Good. I remember one year I was there, uh, they had, because it was super hot, they had big old garbage buckets, garbage cans with ice water, and then you could just jump in the water if you wanted. Did they have that? Was that during the race or after? During the race. They no, had they didn't have that. Okay. It seems super gross because you're sharing all that sweaty water with people, but, you know, if you're that hot, it's going to be worth it. Oh, yeah. At that point, you don't even care. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, well, very cool. What else? Um, so I was thinking before I got the plantar fasciitis, I was thinking about signing up for a fall marathon because that's what we do here in Chicago. We sign up for fall races so we can train over the summer, not the same way you do things in Austin. But, um, then I remembered Kirby, our, our guest Kirby from two months ago, she was talking about her marathon that she did. And I was like, Ooh, I don't want to go through that. So I just, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever do a marathon. We need to have another marathon on, a marathoner on the FitCast so that I can get motivated. Well, speaking of Kirby marathons, I'm fairly confident we can pull one of those in right now. What's that? There was a discussion about foot rubs or whatever in the last one, remember? Oh, yeah. I don't remember the details, but... uh... Why don't we get Corey on the line and see uh, see what he has to say about running marathons? Oh, Corey, you mean Kirby's bow. That's it. Welcome, Corey. How are you doing? Doing very well. How are you? Excellent, excellent, excellent. So uh, you've recently done a marathon. I have recently, as recently as less than a week ago, I believe. Wow. <laughs> so you're yeah. still fresh. You're still sore. I know. How did I, it I go? Walk downstairs. <laughs> you can finally walk downstairs again. Yeah, I can walk downstairs without putting my feet on both steps, which is a big, kind of a big deal. Um, yeah, yeah, sure is. Well, how did your marathon go? It was that marathon went about as well as I could have hoped that I went. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I, I also ran the marathon with Kirby, or not with Kirby. We both ran the same marathon that she was talking about. And let me say, this one was much, much, much better. Okay, so it wasn't a trail marathon. It, it's so there was some discussion about that within our group about whether or not it was a trail. I always thought of it as a road marathon, but it is technically on a trail, but it's basically like the town lake trail here in Austin. If you've ever had the pleasure of running that. Oh, that's what it was on. Yeah. It was basically like hard packed dirt. Okay. Oh yeah. That's like the perfect kind of trail because it gives you like just enough. Oomph. Yeah. Yeah. Limestone, I believe the Chicago trail is the same. This one happened to be in Seattle because you wouldn't want to run a marathon this time of year in Austin. No, but uh, yeah, that crush that crush limestone is very nice. So um, I think right now we have to bring up Holly Richardson because Casey, uh, you ran that town lake trail with Holly. Richardson. I did, and I enjoyed it immensely. Hi, Holly. And Holly uh, actually went out to uh, Seattle for the marathon. Did she? Did she run it too? No, she did not run it. But she was she was already in Seattle or near Seattle for some work stuff. So Holly, being the amazing human being that she is, decided, hey, I'm just going to stay a couple of days extra and just cheer on my friends at the, at, for this marathon. Wow, good for her. Hey, well, it helped, right? You did. Oh, yeah. uh, you had a good performance. Yeah, absolutely. We had a couple of friends out there who, were, uh, who weren't running the marathon who just came out to cheer, and they were awesome. Very cool. So um, how well did you actually do at this marathon? I ran a 3.02.08. Wow! Um, yeah, so that was 
basically my goal was the Boston qualify, which for me is a 305. So I got it by almost three minutes, which will hopefully be enough. We'll see come September 17th. I think is when I can register for Boston and see if I actually get to go. Oh, you're almost three minutes. You totally yeah. got it. I hope so. And I hope everybody last year had a horrible time with the weather and they're not going to sign up again. So it should be. <laughs> well, congratulations. A BQ is a really, that's a really big deal. Thank you. I'm pretty pumped. Wow. So yeah, you probably wouldn't have been able to run a 302 on the trail then. No, no. I ran like a 630 on that trail. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? You cut your marathon time in half? Yeah, I cut my marathon time in half from in about a year. Uh, which, okay, now we need to hear about your training because that is incredible. Well, hold on. Before we get in there, the Wachusett's Mountain was a hell of a trail where you're bouldering and Okay, all right. Yeah. Difficult. This race, there's a little there's a little asterisk here. Sorry, Corey. There's no, a little asterisk by the, okay. uh, the Seattle Jack and Jill Marathon, and that is completely downhill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the race is completely downhill. Well, not completely, but it is a negative uh, negative altitude. Yeah, race. pretty significant one, too. I think we started at 2,500 feet, and we ended up at, like, 500 over the 26 miles. Okay, so there are a lot of asterisks in this. Yes, 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 absolutely. But still, it's still impressive to shave three and a half hours off your marathon. Basically, just cut it in half and then take off another half hour. Yeah. And I, I, and I ran the Austin Marathon in February here, and I think I pretty much cut my marathon time in half from Wachusett's, which was the first one that Kirby talked about, to Austin. I ran a 317 in Austin, so I about cut it in half. Yeah, we cut another 15 minutes off. Wow. So I do want to hear about your training, though. Austin's a tough one. Oh, yeah, Austin is a difficult, hilly race. So, it uh, is. But, yeah, tell us how you did that. What's uh, what's training like? Um, so basically I, I, I have basically been running pretty much since I started training for Wachusett's last year. So that race was in the summertime. I took maybe a couple of months off, did a triathlon with Brian, uh, a very short triathlon with Brian. And then I basically started in October training for Austin, which was in February. Who's Brian? Brian yeah, who's Brian? Brian Fonz. Oh, that's me. He's oh, Fonz. Handsome local podcast owner <laughs> and just all-around badass life coach. He's not um, that handsome. He's pretty handsome. <laughs> um, well, cool. Would yeah. you, would you, did you do anything different in your training? Like, did you put in more speed work or you just... Kept running and got faster. Yeah, so I almost don't even count Wachusett's as a real marathon because, I I mean, I walked and climbed and crawled and rolled a lot of it. I've heard. <laughs> so Austin was really the first one that I did, and I didn't really know exactly what I was doing. I had some friends who were helping me out, and I had a plan. And I pretty much decided after Austin, the biggest thing that was holding me back was my just leg strength, is that my legs just kind of gave out on me at the Austin Marathon. A lot of that was the hills, and I probably went out a bit faster than I should have. Uh, but like by mile 18, 19, I was, I was in horrible shape. Um, I just couldn't get my legs to move. And so I finished that race. I actually ended up doing a 50 K in April. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. And then after that, I decided, okay, we were at a party for a good friend of mine named, or a, a friend of mine named Elena. It was her birthday party. Oh yeah. And they recently decided that her and her fiance were moving to Seattle. So we were all over there hanging out with them. We knew it was one of the last times we were really going to get to hang out with them. And another friend of mine named Edwin. Oh, we all know Edwin. We, we all know Edwin. Yeah. Uh, Edwin was, had his, his birthday was at the end of last month. 
and he decided we were all pretty drunk that he wanted to run a marathon for his birthday and we might as well do it in Seattle and we might as well do the Jack and Jill. And so most of us who ended up running the race signed up at Atlanta's birthday party. Um, While you were half in the bag. Oh yeah. Is that even a binding contract if you do it when you're drunk? Well, apparently. It is if you pay for it, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) The credit card wasn't drunk. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it was myself, uh, Kirby, Parker, Edwin, Catherine. Oh, Edwin had a good race that day too, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, some spectators. Katie went, right? Yeah. So Richards was there. Leah was there. Leah was there. Was, yep. Yeah. Polly Richardson, as we already said. Yep. And, and Elena was there, too. So we had a good Austin uh, representation there. Yeah. Probably the yeah. best group you could ever want to have with you, I think. Present company accepted. Present company, yes, of, of course. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. And so after that, I knew basically that was when Elena's birthday is but we had a few months it was probably right before the 50k I think we signed up for this and so I knew kind of what I wanted to work on and so my since I had already done the 50k and all that stuff I knew that the distance was going to be fine it was really just leg strength that I wanted to work on um and so I, I did a lot of tempo runs I did a lot of interval workouts um things just to get my legs I lifted a lot too at the beginning of my the training for this just trying to get my legs as strong as I could get them and of course, oh man, swole. Yeah, yeah, just trying to get huge. Um, <laughs> as huge as a marathon runner can be. Yeah, and of course we were all excited because yeah, this marathon's going to be in Seattle and the end of you know the end of July. It's going to be perfect. We didn't think about it. we were going to be training for this marathon <laughs> in, June. <laughs> in Austin. So there's a lot of 4:30 Saturday wake ups to wait to run 20 miles, which I'm super excited not to have to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't blame you. I mean, winters in Austin are the best thing. You got to yeah. come up to Chicago and train through our summer. That's what you got to yeah. do. Uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so all of my intervals and stuff like that, I basically was doing them on a treadmill just because I couldn't, it was so hard to hold that pace. My tempo runs I would do outside, but like if I was doing repeats, I, I had to do them on a treadmill just because it was too hot outside to, to think about trying to do that. Wow, that's really interesting. Was there like a, a difference kind of translating that from the treadmill to actual ground? I know I have a hard time translating my pace. It's like when someone's doing it for you, it's easier in, in a sense. Did you find it difficult? I actually kind of liked it because I could like my, I would do like half mile repeats at a 540 mile. And so it was super easy just to set the treadmill onto that and just know I don't have to worry about anything else. I can just think about what I want to, the pace I want to run. And if I don't hold fall off the treadmill, which was kind of nice, and I knew I wasn't going to be holding anywhere near that pace on the um, on the marathon, and that's why I did a lot of my tempo and a lot of my pace runs not on the treadmill, where I actually had to go outside, and even though it was hotter, I would just run them out there just so I could get used to actually holding that pace and knowing what it feels like. Well, and from a leg strength standpoint, I think that's one of the problems with the treadmill is that a as far as bulking up those quads, the, the treadmill doesn't give you that resistance when you land as much. So I think that's uh, that's one of the problems with the treadmill. Is for leg strength is the the lack of the the change. Yeah, yeah. So could have been. Who knows? Either way, yeah. you, you crushed it. Yeah. You did awesome. So you said you're you're not gonna be waking up at four thirty to do twenty milers anymore. So no more marathons on your schedule until Boston. That is. Until, yeah, until Boston. Well, I say that I'm not going to do that, but I probably will. Uh, as oh, now, you have to. Come on. 
It'll be nice. It'll be nice to know that if I do wake up at 4:30 to run 20 miles, it'll be because I want to, not because it's on my schedule. Um, but right now, I'm doing. I think I'm gonna do Jack's generic try. Back to the pool. Back to Martin the pool, Springs. baby. Yeah. Yeah, I've been swimming out there by myself. No Corey or anyone to come out there with it's, me. So yeah, that's a, we'll be back to that. I'm running a uh, a trail ultra. I just signed up today, an ultra trail Ragnar team. Oh. For October. Which would be awesome. So that'd be 31 miles, but broken up into three separate runs. How many people? Four? Yeah, four for that one. Well, like, let's name them. Who's on your team? Leo? Leo Martinez. Good old Andrew Holmes. Andrew. And the one and only Edwin Pacheco. Edwin. Edwin! Edwin's already being taked twice in this episode. He better damn well listen to it. Yeah, he better. We'll make sure he does. <laughs> and, uh, and besides that, the only other thing I think I have scheduled right now is the Austin Relay team with... That'll be myself, Yannick. Yannick's fast. Chris Matos. I don't know who's that. He's um, he's friends with Yannick. He's very fast. Okay, he's very fast. He's very they're, fast. They're all fast. Yeah. So me, Yannick, uh, Chris, and once again, the one and only Edwin Pacheco. What is the what's the date on the uh, Zilker relays this year? September seventeenth. I want to. I that that jumps into my head, but it's probably wrong. That sounds like a Wednesday or something, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Nothing better than a relay on a Wednesday. Oh, that's their Friday night. So the, the, the race is on a Friday night, so free tacos and beer after the race. So as long as you get there before, the lines get too long. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You were talking about that last year, Funds. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, Parker, Corey, and I were drinking beer and eating tacos and uh, – enjoying the music and some other people didn't quite make it over there in time to get the beer they missed out so we'll see yeah i have you... two trips in september so i do not have a team yet i gotta decide if i can decide i gotta figure out i just have to look at my calendar to see if i'm gonna be in town for that race oh september 7th look at that 19th is a Wednesday. september 7th. you nailed it okay that's what that's what it's in my calendar at so take that with a grain of salt all right cool but that's what i have sounds good oh i have to ask how did kirby do in the mar marathon um, Kirby, I don't know exactly what her time was. She ended up kind of run walking it with a friend of ours named Catherine. Um, it's Catherine Z. Catherine Z. Is she on the list? Nope. I got a list her right now. There we go. Um, and so I think Kirby didn't, I don't think she got as much training in for this one as she wanted to, but she ended up killing it anyways. Of course she did. Well, it had to have been easier than the crazy yeah, Massachusetts yeah. trail marathon. Yeah. That was that was unfortunate too because we did all of our training basically for that on the uh, just on Town Lake like zero <laughs> elevation. <laughs> that, yeah, at least you were a little more well prepared. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. So that was now, Corey. Did you do? You were going to a track for a while at lunchtime. Are you still? Did you do that throughout the summer or no? No. So I didn't do the only. Well, that's not entirely true. I have become a big fan of the Austin. Eastside Beer Runners. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, with our, our good friend Jess. Yes. Oh, yeah, yep. we'll take Jess, Jess. here. Man, yep. this is going to be one of the – it's going to take a while to take people yes. on this episode. Uh, yeah, so I did do some track work with them, which is awesome. And if anybody in Austin who wants to find an awesome running group, uh, look up Eastside Beer Runners. All, all I heard Are was beer. That's all I heard. Runners, I have not done the runs, as I never do the runs even when there are Uncle Billy's on my face, <laughs> but I did go to my 
my favorite brewery on the east side. Which, which is? Which is the beer that we are drinking right now. Hops and Grain. Hops and Grain. Hops and Grain, yep. Hops and Grain is amazing. We're, uh, we both got a big pile of Zoe's in front of us right now. What are you drinking there, Kaysel? Um, I'm actually drinking a Door County beer right now. I picked it up before I raced there, knowing that I was going to want a beer afterwards. So I have a Big Sister Wit beer from Door County Brewing Company. But guess how many beers I had after I finished that day? Four. No, like a half, because I couldn't fucking drink. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> of your health. I was like, I am dehydrated. <laughs> it was shipwrecked beer, which isn't that great. Yeah, that probably contributed to it. So. so I saved this for when I was ready, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And this is my last one. I am thoroughly enjoying it. Well, now, you were up in Wisconsin. Uh, did you get the cow? Did I get the cow? Spotted cow. Oh, spotted cow. You know what? We were just in Wisconsin a month before, so we picked up some new Glarus. I didn't pick up any new Glarus this time. Oh, wait, yes, I did. They had, like, a sour that I picked up, but not spotted cow. I didn't do, like, the whole... Cow deal. Yeah. Right. Well, as long as you brought home some, something from New Glarus. Yes, I did. They had like a, a special sour special. Yeah. For, actually, you know what? Why don't we take a break here to have our listeners email in their favorite uh, New Glarus beer. Or just your favorite beer. I want to hear about all of them. Yeah, that's true. This is a beer heavy. Uh, I'm looking at six cans of Zoe sitting in front of us right now. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, kselkfonsfitcast at gmail.com. Did I get that right? You, you've been getting it right. You don't have to ask me anymore. Too bad. I'm you used to get it wrong. I know. I'm just going to keep asking you those. That hot meal. Um, Corey, do you have a favorite beer? I'm sorry, what was that? Do you have a favorite beer? Um, so I have always been a big fan of the Shiner Ruby Redbird whenever it's hot. Ah, uh, I haven't had it. It was pretty good. I also will drink and destroy anything made by hops and grain, yeah. it seems. I had the mosaics for the first time. Like I've, I've, I was drinking so many Zoe's that I had one of the mosaics, and I was like, oh, my God, this is delicious. And it, it'll, it's a one-way street, man, and it'll get you where you want to go. Mosaics got about an 8 or 9% yeah. alcohol. <laughs> they are tasty. so good. That's another awesome thing about the Eastside Beer Runners is that it's right out of Hops and Grain. Yep, it meets at the Hops and Grain, you run, and yeah. then uh, they periodically have food trucks there, right? Yeah, but if not, we there's there's a bunch of food trucks over there, too, so we'll just usually walk over to somewhere else and then grab food there. Yeah, so Eastside Austin kicks butt. You know that, Queso. I do know. And if you don't know, now you know. There you go. We got singing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Corey, I have a couple more questions for you. Let's do it. Um, so was your first marathon that trail marathon, or had you done one before? No, that was me and Kirby's first marathon ever. OMG. So why the hell did you decide to get into running? So I ran, a, uh, well, I ran the half or the mile in eighth grade, and I think I got last place in every single run I ever did. And I was pretty sure I was never going to be much of an athlete. And then uh, after I graduated high school, I um, my mom and I ran like the Captain K stuff like that. Nothing really crazy. And it wasn't really until maybe two years ago um, where I kind of had like a shift in my life, and you know I moved back in with my parents. I think I was 26 at the time. And I ended up having to move back into my parents' house and do all this stuff. And I would just start running a lot just for no reason. Like I'd run eight nine miles. 
I'd plantar fasciitis. I was I would just do those runs and come home and just fall asleep. It just kind of felt like the right thing to do. And then I signed up for the 3M half marathon 2017. 20, yeah, 2017. For those of you not from Austin, the Cap 10K you referenced, that's our big one. That's our 20,000-person yeah. 10K, um, which happens in the spring, right? Yeah. Spring. So, like, there's the Shamrock Shuffle and the Peak Street 10K and the Boulder Boulder. Cap 10K is, like, on that list. Exactly. Yeah. And then the 3M is in uh, the winter time. That's Is that the Valentine's Day one or is that the January one? Uh, that's January. January. That's, that's January. Awesome. I might want to do that one this year, Fonz. That's an awesome race. Come on down, KSL. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I just want, you know, we not all of our listeners live in Austin. Yeah, so yeah I for sure. Explain that. Yeah, yeah, like four out of our five listeners are <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but sorry, it kind of sounds like, Corey, that like running was kind of your like self-care, your like mental health break. Like you moved yeah. in with your parents, not always everybody's first choice of things to do. So that was like you're you taking control of yeah. what you could. Yeah, something. Yeah, it was something in there. And um, so I ran that one. I think it was close to two hours that I ran that one. And after that, it just kind of I kind of went off the hinges a little bit. Um, and so I ended up running a lot. I did the marathon in, um, the, the Wachusett's marathon that we were talking about in the summer of that year of 2017, 2018, I went, I did the 3M again. I think I ran at 127. So I cut 30 minutes off that. That just kind of shows how much I was running that whole year. Jeez, you cut 30. Okay. So you cut three and a half hours off of a marathon and then you cut 30 minutes off a half. You are yeah. just on the same, yeah, the same race too. So that was pretty cool so i did the, the 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 half marathon in january i did the full marathon in february ragnar in march the 50k in april and then took a break and did this this other oh i did an eight uh, 30k in july and then or june and then july the <clears throat> the other marathon the other one yeah the, 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 the <laughs> marathon yeah jack so, and jill jack and jill yeah so i've had pretty much a like every month this year, I've had a pretty serious race. Wow, um, good for you. Yeah, and so it's kind of just slowly taking over my life. I'm trying to still hold down my job and play in my band and do all that <laughs> other stuff and have a relationship, but it's yeah, it's it's taking over my whole mindset now. Yeah, Corey's a musician. I don't. We didn't. Uh, no, we're... we didn't talk about that. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I'm actually wearing my own band shirt. There it is. I spoke queso on it. What? What's the? <laughs> there's queso. There's queso <laughs> and beer on the shirt. That's cool. What uh, tell us about the band? What do you play? What do you sing? What's the, what's I'm the gig? I'm a bassist, and I sing on occasion. Um, the band I'm playing for right now is called Groove Think. I've been playing with them. You know Fred Jones, right? Yep, I know yeah. Fred Jones. So Fred Jones is the guitarist, um, and so we are currently yep today Fred Jones, Fred Jones, um, and our our drummer's name is Mike, um, and we are we've been playing together for or me and Fred have been playing together since 2010. So going on eight years now. What are the name? List the name of the bands in. Should we go case Should we go chronological or alphabetical order? Oh, oh my gosh! Um, wow. How about chronological? Chronological. What are the name of the bands? So Group Think is last. Uh, yeah, the Group Think is last. So the first band was called Room One Twenty One. Room One Twenty One. That was high school. Uh, early college, I played for a band called Rooster and the Kid. Um, Were you the kid or the rooster? I was neither. Neither. Okay. Uh, um, I 
a nineties cover band for a little bit, but I don't think we ever really had a proper name. Uh, <laughs> that could not have been a great career. Yeah. And then I started playing with Groovethink. And while I was playing with Groovethink, I had another band at the time uh, called Aqua Jones, who was actually pretty popular around Austin. We would play some pretty big shows. Um, then Aqua Jones ended up breaking up, and I just stuck with Groovethink, and that's where I'm at right now. We've had a nice smorgasbord of, of different bands and projects. And I played with other people, too, but those were the main bands that I was in. Kissog, did you know that in any band, whatever their name is, even if it's unnamed, the bass player is always the coolest guy. Uh, you know, I heard that girl, somewhere. Look. I I think I heard yeah. that somewhere. Probably from a bass player. It's a scientific fact. It could have been from me. Yeah. What? Well, that's so cool. Yeah, we got to link you up on our Facebook page then. We got to put some uh, links. Do you, do you guys tour? We have toured, yes. We had a really good tour last year, two years ago. Where we went up into Colorado and did some rock climbing and had an awesome time. Uh, what's cool about this band, too, is whenever we would tour, we um, we bring a bunch of camping stuff. And so instead of staying in hotels and stuff, unless somebody invites us back to their house, which happens not as often as you would like, uh, you know, <laughs> camp and you're, you know, just bring your camping stuff and just sleep wherever you sleep, which is pretty cool. Which is also, I went on band with a tour with another band, Aqua Jones, and we just slept in the van most nights. And that was not as fun. That's rolling. No, I would rather camp than sleep in a car for Body sure. Camping. Practice, good practice for Ragnarying. Yeah. Oh, right. God. Sleeping in the vans, in tents. Yeah. Ragnar's awesome. Cool. Yeah, you're in your element there. Pretty cool. Yeah. I could live in a van, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, All just... right. Go ahead, Case I was going to say, all right. Um, is there anything else that we need to touch upon? I think I got all the information I need from Corey. I see this guy periodically during the week at the uh, November Project workouts and other events. So, uh, yeah. No, I think our listeners got a good uh, good, a good feel for it. Uh, anything you missed? Anything you want to shout out to the uh, to the world there, Corey? Go, go to November Project Austin, man. Go That's to November Project. <laughs> plug. Yeah. Shameless plug. Yep. I'm excited to start swimming with you again. Yeah, is we it, got... Is it crowded at Barton Springs? It gets crowded after the sun comes up, yeah. which is about 6.15 right now, yeah. so uh, we'll meet at 6 so and uh, crush it. No longer the good old days of, like, January, where it was, like, 30-something <laughs> degrees outside. It was just you and me. That's awesome. Those yeah. are the, they're coming back yeah. soon. It'll cool off here. We're all hoping that... Uh, the weather cools a bit. We're in a drought here, K-South. Did you know Really? That? Actually, we're in a drought, too, but it just rained today, and people were, like, thrilled about it. Yeah, we are uh, We're in trouble in water. Here in Austin, we're okay because we got our big old body of water right in the heart of downtown, but, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been brutal. I've only had the top up on my car for about an hour <laughs> in the last month. Yeah, rough that life, humble, man. That's a humble break, by the way. I didn't get enough love on that. <laughs> oh my god oh, I'm sorry you're amazing oh, that's great uh, anyhow no I think uh, I think I got all the data I need from uh, from Corey we can uh, move on how's that sound well I, I need to know a little bit more and um, it, it pertains to how much Corey knows about the the city that he's going to be running a future marathon in so oh, um, is it game time yeah, it's trivia time. I want to play da, 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 Boston Trivia, where everybody knows your name. Do, 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 do. do you like that? Do you like that? 
Close enough, Kesav. Nice work. All right. Well, yeah, I want to play trivia. I want to put you guys head to head and see who knows more about Boston. And by the way, this has nothing to do with the marathon. The marathon doesn't even come up in this little trivia game. I'm going to guess T. Is that is that a good guess, T? Um, Perhaps. It might okay. come up. It's illegal to have parties in Boston without this beverage. T. I was going to say a beer from the Cheers bar, but whatever. <laughs> um, so we're going to let our guest go first because uh -huh. there are some questions that are a little easier than others. So Corey, <laughs> you will maybe get the benefit of the doubt a little bit. Fair enough. I will keep score and I will watch you keep score. <laughs> I have an auditor. Make sure All he right. doesn't cheat, Corey. Oh, yeah. He ain't getting past me. All right, let's go for it. Let's uh, question number one. All right, so question number one. Corey, you get the first shot. What is Boston's nickname? Boston's nickname? Can yeah. I see it? Um, he gets a shot first. Fonz, chill out. I, I have no idea what Boston's nickname is. So All I get right. I'll, All I'll, right, Fonz. So I'm going to tell the long answer because I have plenty of time. I get a Oh, my answer. God. It's just an it Just answer the question. I had a wedding a couple of years ago in Provincetown, right? Blah, blah, blah. Provincetown is a little uh, island off the coast of, uh, it's in, uh, what's, what's the island called? I don't know. You're supposed to know these things. You're telling the story. Probably. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Emailing, I can't believe you don't know. Anyhow, Provincetown is also called P-Town. And I saw somebody wearing a shirt that was like a legume crawl because they were going from Bean Town to P-Town and having a little party. Wow, a legume crawl. I like it. But so, what was that that you said in their funds? P-Town is Provincetown. And Bean Town is where the uh, the shuttle left the mainland. Bean, bean, bean. Bean, bean, bean. Bean Town is uh, Bean Town. By the way, Bean Town is my answer. If you didn't get, catch that, Bean Town. Bean Town. I what got are they? it. That's also the name of one of your dogs. And Pinto Bean. Pinto Bean's Pinto a little bit. That's okay. He's uh, <laughs> he got a little nervous when Corey showed up yeah, because yeah. you know he's a little dick. I he love little Beanie. Yeah, little 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 Pinto means a good man. But yes, one for Fonz. Why do they call it Bean Town Fonz? That's not the question. I I, yeah, I thought you were gonna tell us that. All right, well we'll give him a half a point because he didn't know why. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right, Corey, let's see if you can redeem yourself. What famous historical event took place in Boston? Wait, I'm, no, gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Boston Tea Party for 500. Yes, that's correct. Uh, 500 points oh, for me. Do you write that down? 500. 500 points. points. It's, it's true. That was a 500 point question. The other one was only a half point question. I got a half. <laughs> I'm down by 499 and a half points. I believe you. <laughs> you can catch up. All right, a half point at a time. We're gonna be here a while. All right. <laughs> Well, this next one is a um, a 100 point question. Is there like a 100 point answer? Like, yeah, yeah. This is gonna be I, it. No, what was it? Remember whose line is it anyways? Where the points are made up and or where yeah. everything's made up and the points don't matter? Yeah. No. Um. So this 100 point question is: 
What is the name of the river that is located between Boston and Cambridge? What is it called? I have crossed it a many times, so I will let our guests try to answer. No, River, it isn't. Um, it's not Ladybird Lake. Don't say that. Not Ladybird Lake. Because Ladybird Lake is a river, believe it or not. I don't even know if I can name a river. The whole state. <laughs> well, you don't have to whisper. You can just give your answer. Not All right. give your answer. I'm going to pass the Fonz. All right. I'm going to give my 90-second answer. Yes. No. <laughs> you get two seconds. You know I'm a poker player. Right. Oh my god. No nope, when to fold them, funds. <laughs> I do. That's how I make money. I just fold more often than everyone else. Um, uh, one of my uh, poker heroes is named Phil Locke. I don't know if you know Phil Locke. They call him the Unabomber because he wears a big old hat. Anyhow. Oh, yeah, I do know who that is, actually. Yeah, so Phil Locke is uh, his girlfriend is Jennifer Tilly. Do you know Jennifer Tilly? Nope. She is an actress and poker player. Well, she was in a series of movies. Remember uh, remember the Chucky series? Yes. Chucky? So uh, Chucky is a nickname for Charles, oh. which is my final answer. The Charles River. Oh, you didn't say river, so you only got 50 points. Oh, God, I have, I have 50 and a half points right now. Mm -hmm. 50.1 over 2. That's not a real part. All right. Well, I'm sorry, but if you guys thought those questions were hard, you're really going to hate this next one. I, first of all, I did not think they were hard at all. Okay. All right. Well, just saying. Party. All right, go ahead. Um, we're going to give Corey 20 years on. No, we should see who can get closer. That's what we should do for this one. So okay. what year was Boston founded in? As a city, I'm just still. I'm trying to. I'm trying to take Phil Locke and Jennifer Tilly so that we get more listeners. If I if I say a date, are you going to prices right me though? Oh yeah, is this closest? Closest without going over? No, this is this is just closest. Close. You can you can go over. It's okay. It's a year. It's not a price. So the first person who answers definitely has a disadvantage. Yeah, I'll write mine down. Or we can both write. You it. don't even have a pen, so you're not going to well, be able to write it down. You guess. I'm going to price it right here. We don't even give our podcast guests pens. What is this? You cannot buy that ticket if we can't even buy pens. Bottles. Your names here so far, so uh, yeah, I mean, price is right. Your ass depends. I don't know when the what the answer is, but I think you're going to be wrong by a lot. So go ahead. You think so? 1984. You're going to say 1984? Uh, <laughs> after that, right? I don't know. You guess. I'll uh, guess. I'm, I'm gonna go. The only date that I really have around that time is 1776. I would imagine it'd be before that. Because that 1776 is when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Surely Boston was around before the Declaration of Independence was. I, I believe you're right on that one. I'm gonna go 17. The year 17. 70. A A D oh 1770. Okay. I'm like A D or. <laughs> Seventeen seventy-two. Final answer. Suck it, Brian. Seventeen seventy-two. It is locked in. Fonz, what do you think? Something about the oceans blue and Columbus and blah blah blah. They landed in Plymouth Rock or something. I don't think Plymouth Rock is that far from Boston. So I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go uh, seventeen sixty-eight in middle of June. So what's um, the answer? Well, so I don't know the month. 
but it was 1630. Yeah. Jesus. Not even close. Close. Closer by. You guys, you guys were pretty far off. I don't think anybody gets points on that one. That was a 500 point question, right? That was a a six, a 1630 point question since it was 1660. Wow. 1630. I'm up 1680.1 over two to 500. All right, cool. All right. Um, So since we brought up the Cubs earlier, do we, do we have, Corey, are you a baseball fan? No. Okay. Well then this is going to be a terrible question to ask, Okay. but I'm asking it anyways. Which MLB team relocated from Boston is now located in a different city? Well, so hold on. Before Corey answers that question, there are several teams that have relocated out of Boston. So does it need to be current? Yes, current team. Team? Okay. Yes, current team. Still current, still around. They are currently in a different city. I'll give you a hint. It's a southern city. Current a major league baseball team that used to be in Boston. Yep, and they are now in the southern Got it. part of the United States where y'all are located. Yep, we are as much farther south than this team. Aaron Rodgers, no. Um, Aaron Rodgers is correct! 500 points to Corey! Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is the name of the city. Ding, ding, ding! Oh, is that the name of the city? Yes. Or what team? Like what team? And then you'll know the city based on the team. I'm going to go Houston. Houston Astros. That is not correct. correct, Especially since I said we are farther south than the team that was uh, listed there. We're farther south? I did. How do you you know this? Than the right answer. Okay, then what's the right answer? Not the Atlanta Braves because they came from Milwaukee. Jesus. Um, Boston. Da, da, da. It wouldn't be. It'd have to be an older team. Atlanta. God, it's got to be Atlanta. Or St. Louis. What other teams are in? It's got. I got to go with the Atlanta Braves. It's not right though. It is right. They oh, did. They moved from Boston to Milwaukee. <laughs> to Boston to Milwaukee to Atlanta, and then yeah. Seattle Seattle Pilots moved from Seattle to Milwaukee to replace the Braves. Yep. Wow, Fonz, you are killing this. Okay, let's do some multiple choice. Let's We got to do some multiple choice. Wait, here. how many points did I get for the uh, Boston Braves? Four. Name? You got four. Four, so I'm up 1684.1 over two. <laughs> to, uh, okay. We're we're gonna we're gonna do two multiple choice questions. I think Mark has a fun MLB fact he wants to share with us. I did watch my first MLB game in Seattle. In Seattle, first live MLB game. Yep. When you were there for the marathon? Yeah. Yep. Wow. We just hung out in the nice weather. That's fun. Yep. Seattle uh, Mariners, right? Yep. Lost to the. Some team from Canada. Some Blue, team from Canada. Blue Jays, Bluebirds. There's only one team from Canada right now. What are now, they called? So Toronto. That's the one. Montreal is gone. The Toronto Bluebirds. The Toronto Bluebirds. Came Blue down. Jays. <laughs> How did you even get this far, Fonz? Speaking of Canadian teams, are you going to any uh, Cubs games next weekend, KSLK? Um, so I'm actually going, I'm going to a work trip to San Diego 
And I'm going to a Padres game next weekend. Okay. I'm really the excited. The Nationals are in town next weekend. That's going to be an enormous series. That us. is going to be a big series. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll, maybe I'll catch the Sunday game. That would be fun. Yeah. Very cool. Might be a night game. They may, they may, uh, time adjust, whatever it's called. Flex, flex time that one to a mm-hmm. night. Game. So, they should. All right. That would cool. be fun. Okay. We've got two multiple choice questions left. Corey, you go first for this one. It's multiple choice. So, Boston is home to America's first what? Bar, lighthouse, subway, public beach, or oh. strip club? Five. So you have five answers. You're making it tough. All right. Can you repeat those, please? Yeah. Okay. America's first bar, America's first lighthouse, America's first subway, or America's first, oh, America's first public beach or America's first strip club. Beach or strip. Can I steal? I want to say no. bar. You can't steal. Bar, lighthouse, subway, beach, strip. Okay. Don't pick bar. <coughs> I have a cough. Corey, what was your answer? I want to go A, bar. No, she said don't pick bar. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. <laughs> what is that lighthouse? That's lighthouse. I'm gonna go B lighthouse. Correct! You got yeah. it right for four thousand points, Corey. Wow, that was quite a jump there. I'm now down nineteen sixty-eight point one over two to forty-five hundred. Yeah, but I just want to point out that um, that question actually had three right answers because Boston is home to America's first lighthouse, America's first subway, and America's first public beach. Okay. <laughs> I actually did not research the strip club. That was the that was the red herring answer. But if it was strip club, then hey, it was. That seems like a more of a New York thing than a Boston. I'm gonna Where? I'm gonna actually Google that right now. America's first strip club. Yeah. Let's see what comes up. The first bar would have been right on Plymouth Rock. You think so? They came right over here. It's like they just set up. They like, put up. They put out a couple wood crates. They're like. Two euros or what? They weren't euros at the time. What's probably. first? Lover Mill Farm houses? Nope. We're putting in a bar. Yep. Two bits or grain. Give me, give me a handful of grain. I'll give you a beer. Yes. Was, yep. That was it. Oh, it was. It was New York City by Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner opened the world's first strip club. Who would have guessed? Oh. <laughs> okay. Last question for all the marbles. Whoever gets this one wins. Everybody. Marbles? Who did you bring the marbles? Are you shipping them down here? I'm shipping them down as soon as I get my taco from Torchies. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. So in nineteen nineteen, the north end of Boston was flooded with a deadly inundation of your choices are fig newtons, chocolate, cicadas, or molasses. Molasses, cicadas. Okay, Fig Newtons, or what was the second one? Chocolate? Chocolate. Can you, what was the question again? In 1919, the north end of Boston was flooded with a deadly inundation of which substance? Fig Newtons, chocolate, cicadas, or molasses? In 1919, 1919, 1919, a deadly. So only one of these things feels like it could be really deadly. I mean, it was 1919 a cicada year? They only come every seven years, right? It could be. They're here now. They got cicada killers just 
eating them up right now. Really? The cicadas right now? Yep, and cicada killers. That's a separate bug. They look like a huge, scary bee. Don't worry, they're not going to eat you. They're just interested in eating cicadas. Back to our point. Fake Newtons, cicadas, molasses, or chocolate. One of these is not like the others. I'm going to go cicadas. I am 100%. Should I give you my long answer? Yes. I was out for the Wachusett's uh, marathon. Oh, slash. my God. Here we go. And we're going around, and I remember wandering around by myself because, you know, I wake up at 6 a.m. and I go to bed at 8 p.m. And I was the first one up, so I wandered around. And you could actually see on the buildings Jesus. how high the molasses got. How the fuck do you know these things? I had to research this. You should have wrote the trivia. It was wild because it was a super slow. There was like a big old silo that, I don't know, there was an explosion or something and the molasses came yep, down. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. It was the molasses factory had an explosion. <laughs> what? And that was like... Sounds like a nightmare. Oh, no way. It's like a slow motion tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't stop it. It just... It, it just... slowed everybody down for quite a few months. <laughs> They couldn't, they couldn't outrun molasses through the streets of Boston, the north end of Boston. Yeah, we stay, actually stayed in the north end in the area where that uh, factory was. <laughs> See, I, I was on that exact same trip, so I have no reason to not know that. Brian wins, I think. Which is one thing was cool wow. about though, is that apparently like the whole town burnt down, and they did such a bad job of designing it originally. They're like, whatever, we're just going to build a new Seattle on top of the old Seattle, oh, wow. which is pretty cool. Whoosh. So that yeah. kind of happened in Chicago, too, when the fire came down. Yeah, pretty much. So, wow, I won. That was, uh, how many points did you that won? Last? That was all the marbles. So you won all the marbles. It's 1900. Good job. I got to hand it to you, Fonz. That was a tough trivia, and you got it. I would have gotten as many as Corey did. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about Boston. <laughs> I well, didn't you... either until I wrote this trivia. <laughs> Do you even know what town your race starts in? It's just not Boston. It's, it's not Boston. Yeah, it ends in Boston. It ends in Boston. I, it, ends, it starts in, it begins in North Boston. Everybody knows that. It's an entirely different town. It's Tallahassee. Tallahassee, yep. What is it, Hopkinton? Yep, that's it. Jesus. Yeah. That's you would have done better than me, okay, so I feel like. Well, it wasn't about the marathon. If it was about the marathon, that's different. I didn't want to make it about Remy. So, Kesel, and I, I'm not committing to anything right now, and you don't have to commit to anything right now. But I'm afraid of commitment. Just ask Johnny. <laughs> you're, you're getting married, right? When are you getting married? Uh, we are getting married on 420 Blaze It. 420 Blaze It. <laughs> we are. We're getting married on April 20th. And the ridiculous thing is I was going to ask you, like, maybe we should go out to Boston for the marathon, but that sounds like the day before the marathon. It, would it be Easter weekend? Is that what it is? It's always it's it's Patriots Day. Sorry, I get another five hundred points for knowing it's Patriots Day. Nope, that yeah. wasn't a question. Okay, it's <laughs> April fifteenth, so it's the Monday before we get married. Something tells me that's probably not a good idea, but hey, why not? All right, <laughs> uh, am I still officiating this wedding? Yes, you're officiating it. You better. Awesome. Cool. You know who else is going? Are you coming? You Leah. can come. Not to the wedding, to the Boston Marathon. Say, oh, coming. boring. Can I bring Leah to your wedding? You want Leah there. <laughs> she, she'll take pictures. She's awesome. Cool. Um, she can come. Yeah. Give me a plus two because I have to bring my wife, right? 
And at least at least two dogs, so. Two dogs, yep. So give me a plus four and uh You're probably going Holly too. I believe we have five kittens right now in our house. They're adorable. You gotta bring them. You had yeah. four when I was there last, so you got a new one. No, five kittens. We have I think we have ten cats in our house right now. Oh my god. Should you be announcing this? Is that illegal? I don't know. No, this is Austin. No one cares. No one cares. We uh we're good. So, well, cool. Awesome. Um, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on to our uh, mailbag segment. So let's go into our mailbag. Our mailbag is sponsored by Live Love Paddle and the bats underneath the Congress Bridge. Bats are the Ann W. Richards Congress Avenue Bridge. You don't have to be quiet opening your beer. You just open it up. That's part of the thing, Corey. Yes, uh, mailbag, Live Love Paddle. They, we're crushing it, man. Those bats are are coming out the pups are flying the whole bit it's been awesome so uh thank you to little Love paddle for uh sponsoring the mailbag do you want to go first or should i um i can go first all right go for it so do you remember there was somebody writing in to our fit cast who had a lot of criticism for yeah. us well guess who we just got an email from again okay what was his name he goes by the name Kevin Napoor. Yeah, freaking Napoor. Fucking Napoor. Okay, so he had a lot to say. And he goes, seriously, kids on the podcast? I just wasted so much of my time. I was hoping you'd have another coach to help me PR my 5K or a doctor to talk about injuries. Actually, no more injury talk. K-Self, enough with the plantar fascia, whatever it's called. You guys reached a new low, and I'm no longer listening. I love how Napur listens every freaking week. I know, right? He, li he like, listens and then just goes out of his way to email us. <laughs> and then tells us he's never listening again, and then listens again and emails us again. I love it. We'll see you next month, Kevin Napur. Do we have any advice for him? Get a life. <laughs> I agree, Kevin Napur. But you know what? Also, we appreciate you listening and emailing us. Thank you very much. KSLSponsFitCast yeah. at gmail.com if you want to uh, join Kevin Napur in the vitriol that you can send us over the interwebs. <laughs> oh, Kevin Napur. Kevin Napur. Oh, that's all right. He's, uh, you know, he, he's got his place in this world to keep us in check. Whatever. He should get a life. Yeah, that's true. Plantar fascia, whatever. Yeah, so you really have been listening. I'm glad you care about my plantar fasciitis. <laughs> All right, I got a good email here, too. All right, let's hear it. It's uh, the, the subject of the email is, how do you do it? How do we and, do what? Well, that's just the subject. We're getting there. Okay. It's from Chelsea in Chicago. Chicago. Chelsea's there. Is this someone you recruited that I don't know about? I don't know. I, I mean, I know a couple people with that name, but I don't know. Well, she texts I think our guest Corey here can uh, help out with the answer as well. We got some advice to give. Mm. I, I just see both of you having fun with your friends, drinking beer, and still crushing races. I have two drinks at dinner, and I'm beat up and can't work out the next day. She spelled can't wrong, but that's okay. She's drunk. Oh. Yeah, probably. <laughs> she, she had two beers. She had two beers at dinner. She had, she had that second beer. Now she can't type. Having her tapas and sangrias. 
Uh, she says, what are your secrets? She says. So, uh, yeah, what's the uh, life balance, drink beer, fitness regime so you can still, even injured, come in second place in Door County? And uh, how, does that, how does that go down? Well, I'll just tell you, you know, how you can't just run a marathon with no training and expect to do well. You can't just go out binge drinking without getting your liver ready. No, that's terrible advice. That's terrible advice. All right, I got it. Try having two beers at lunch. Yeah, there we go. See how that turns out. There you go. There we go. That's horrible. No, but you know what? You You have to have balance. And you know what? If your balance is one beer or a beer a week, that's your balance. Like, if you can't... If you get drunk off of two beers, you probably shouldn't be drinking two beers. Sorry, but yeah. you need to like find whatever your happy medium is. I like know somebody and I will tag him in this Dave Alvarez who has six beers the night before a marathon and runs like a 320 marathon. Well, yeah, and, I mean, that's company. He's got all his energy for the next day. Yeah, that's, that's his, that's what he says. That's his game plan. But I think if most people did that, they wouldn't do well. So balance looks different for everybody. It sounds like she wants to be able to drink more, but you can't. So that's okay. You just have to kind of accept it, right? I would love to run, you know, a 302 marathon, and I'm not Corey. So. And I will say, I will say you can uh, probably just push yourself. Like, I've had really, really hungover runs. And swims and bike rides. And, yeah, it's painful. You get your side stitches. You don't feel great. You kind of want to puke. But it's not as bad as you feel when you get out of bed. Like Truth. So true. Drink a bunch of water before you go to bed. Drink a bunch when you wake up in the morning. You'll feel like crap. And as soon as you get going, just go. And or go to Barton Springs. Oh, the healing properties. I hear that it cures hangovers. Well, yeah, no matter how much you drank the night before, if you're swimming in Barton Springs, you feel great. It's so true. Except if you swallow too much of the water, then I felt like I had to puke. Well, yeah, well, you should not. She probably lives closer to Lake Michigan than Barton Springs, and that's probably not quite as healing calorie. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's the opposite. That'll make you sick. Corey, how do you do it? You drink a lot of beer. I'm looking at a dozen beers sitting in the house here. Wow. I think K-Song almost hit it on the head. It's just like if you got to train for it, man. If you want to drink a bunch of beer before you race, you just need to drink a bunch of beer. <laughs> and, the, and the magical part is is that once you drink a lot of beer and say you have a race that you're training for, if you take that week beforehand and don't drink as much beer, just oh. that one week, all of a sudden you go to race day and you're a superhuman. Interesting. Oh, that's how it works. You're finally hydrated, you know what I mean? And you can go out there and just run forever. Awesome. Well, Chelsea, sounds like we got a few good answers for you. You gotta email us back next month and see how this uh, drinking training plan goes for you. Yeah, I want to know how it goes. I want to know which path she takes. <laughs> we give her different advice. <laughs> Either drink one or drink many yeah. more and try it out anyhow. We drink. shall see. Sober. That's it. <laughs> I think you just got an email there, Kesal. No, nobody heard anything. All right. Well, let's go on to our next segment, which is our favorite things. That was an email for us, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I just looked. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next segment. Okay. Our next segment is our favorite things segment sponsored by Try Right Coaching. Your team? That's my team. That's my coach. You seem to be doing well since you just, uh, you just got yourself on a podium. 
I know, right? Yeah, that would be, I should just be a walking, well, I am a walking advertisement for them. I'm sponsored by them, so. (laughs) (laughs) Running. But anyways, yeah, a running advertisement and a swimming and a biking advertisement. Speaking of which, my favorite thing is not walking, it's not running, it's not biking. My favorite thing is swimming. Very nice. Did you ever think I would say that, Fonz? Did you ever in a million years think your buddy K-Self would enjoy swimming? I know. You've always complained about the swimming because you're super fast on the run, and you got all the freaking biking kick-ass gear, and you crush it out there, and you go with your fiancé biking. Yeah, well, guess what? I ain't that fast anymore with the planter's fash. Guess what you can do when you got planter's fasciitis? Definitely swim. Yeah, and I think that's like, I just found my zen with it. Like, I just really enjoy it. I've been going to the outdoor pool, and when there's not somebody's fake hair in my hands, it's a very enjoyable experience. So, do your goggles ever fog up? Um, No, they don't, because I spit in them. Yeah, you, you apply a little uh, hydrophilic sulfactant to the... My hydrophilic sulfactant is now filled with alcohol because I finished that beer. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to gotta get our, our resident chemist back on and see what happens when you mix alcohol with hydrophilic sulfactants. We got to get him on again. We got to ask him more questions about that. We got to have our listeners write him questions like that. What's our email address? KSLFonsFitCast at gmail.com. Beautiful. Shoot us an email if you have any uh, any questions for us here, any uh, favorite things, and that's it. Uh, wonderful. So swimming is your favorite thing. I love that. It is. What's your favorite thing this month, Fonz? My coach house. I am so happy that we have this place. For I s- love it, too. You stayed here, didn't you? I did. Quite a few times. I think twice. Yeah, uh, I love it for a couple of reasons. One, in desperate times of animals that need quarantining, we have this coach house to keep them away from the rest of the animals. <laughs> that is not my favorite time of the coach house. My favorite no. time is when we unquarantine them and I spend two hours disinfecting and cleaning it out so that I get a nice, clean place to live. Because I live in a zoo. Correct. You do. So I- I love it out here. We're actually, Corey and I are sitting out here recording right now. It's perfectly clean and it feels great out here. So my, super nice. my favorite thing is uh, the coach house back at uh, back in the back of my house. I love that thing. I love staying there. It's, it's like an oasis. It is. It's wonderful. So I'm looking out at my Pence fence right now. You know my Pence fence. I don't know what that means. Well, we have a fence out there and I uh, Correct. paint it. Roy G. Bill in order of our in uh <laughs> <That's best. laughs> yeah, vice president who can't stand seeing rainbows without puking in his own pot. Oh he'd like Seattle. <laughs> oh my god. So yes. It's beautifully painted, looking out the window from our coach house, enjoying the air conditioning and uh and recording our fitcast with our guests. Speaking whoop, whoop. of do you have a favorite thing this month? Uh, well, it's not my favorite thing, but I do like the disco ball that you have right out here in front of the Roy G. Biff fence, <laughs> which is quite nice. Um, no, my favorite thing is going to be the city of Seattle. Seattle? I oh! It's a great time. There, it seems like there's anything you want to do is right there within within walking distance. It was like 
high 60s most of the time we were there, which is amazing coming from here where it's 107 and 90% humidity. Oh, yeah. So, so they have all sorts of breweries and a lot of coffee and everything. that I, it, was, it was awesome. I would move there for the winter. Did you throw or catch fish? We did not throw or catch fish. We ate a lot of fish. <laughs> a lot of fish. Yes. Okay. No Mexican food. We were told to stay away from the Mexican food. <laughs> probably a good thing going yeah. to Texas. And then we'll just eat all the seafood, which we did. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you did that right. You made the right choice there. Beautiful. All right. So Seattle and my coach house. And what was your favorite thing? I forgot. It was like three minutes ago. Oh, my God. Swimming. Swimming. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> your, fa- your favorite thing is now my favorite thing. We could we could build a coach house in Seattle so that we can all go swimming there. Just Ooh. a little little tiny coach house right down by Barton Springs here. Coach pool. Coach pool. Yeah. Just saying. Old, that'd be amazing. Very cool. Well, these segments were awesome. Thank you to Try Right Coaching and Live Love Paddle. Yay. So what do you have coming up, Fonz? I do not. Well, so I might do the Zoker Relays. It's a 10-mile relay for people. It's a super fun party. Um, I might do it. I haven't, I haven't figured out if I'm going to be in town yet and I can put a team together. I should be able to put a team together. No problem. I'm not going to be on, I'm on a fun speed team. If I put one together, that's, Hey, nothing wrong with that. That sounds fun to me. Yeah. So, uh, that, that would be all I have. Oh, wait, no. Corey, are we doing uh worst fest? Worst. Oh yeah. The worst try ever. Worst try ever. Probably worst try ever. Year for the rest of my life. Wow, there's a commitment. Verbal. That's a, wow. Come verbal. Yeah. That's at least one prayer per year. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we pray that, uh, you that everybody follows the rules. Everybody follows the rules. Nobody goes too fast on their bikes. Nobody goes too fast on their bikes. Everything you want to try on. Exactly. You need your pre-race prayer slash instructions. Is that the same one with the slide? That's yeah. the one. Okay, I remember that one. I need to do that one too. I gotta come down and do it. Oh no, it's in September. I don't know. September's already full up right now, isn't it? Is it in September? Yeah. Jesus. It's Oktoberfest, which is in September, which is really strange to me, but that's oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's all I got coming up. Uh maybe the Zoka relays, almost definitely the uh uh worst race, worst try ever. How about you, Kesaki? What do you got coming up? Um, I actually, so I wasn't going to sign up for the Chicago triathlon because of my foot issues and I didn't want to race, but I just found out that the Chicago triathlon has a collegiate division where it's a half price entry. You're like 30 years old. Well, guess who's still in school (laughs) (laughs) and all they require is a student ID, which I definitely have. So I'm like, boom, I'm in. So I signed up. You know what I you know what I like about that is that you don't have a big ego. Like you're like, all right, cool, all right. You are gonna get smoked. I'm gonna get so smoked. I was just thinking about that because it's not an age group no. qualification. You compete with the other college kids, and I'm like, whatever. <laughs> like, I'll start in the back. Trainers, they are on collegiate teams. They are fast. Oh yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe I can PR because I'll try to be keeping up with them. I might be able to keep up with them like on the run or something. But oh, by, by that point, I'll be smoked so hard. Yeah, you're going to have to cheat. You may want to start drafting. <laughs> I'll have to cheat. You have to 
much. Well, you know, I could get one of those motors for my bikes and I'll wear fins on the swim. It'll be good. There's going to be college swimmers and cyclists who are just going to be fat. And they don't, they're too young to feel pain. I know, right? I hate that. Here I am, 30 years old with my plantar fasciitis. And they'd be like, what's that? I train eight I, days a week. Some kid's going to run past you, shit in his pants, and not even know it. <laughs> I really hope I bring my phone with me so I can take a picture of that. <laughs> um, yes, I am. I'm totally going to get smoked, and I don't care. I love the fact that you're doing that. Those kids are going to be fat. My nephew actually competed in the uh, national championships of the collegiate triathlon. Wow. Uh, somewhere outside of Scottsdale, somewhere outside of Phoenix. Um, yeah, it was it was incredible to see the times and what they were doing out there. But uh, yeah, those collegiate kids are pretty damn fast. Yeah, well, 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 we'll give it a try. Awesome, because try. Oh, is that a pun? Ah, uh, my lord. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Very cool. Oh wait, no, that wasn't how we were supposed to end it. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> was that supposed to be a pun? Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's it. Are we done now? That's it. You can you can end it on your own. I can end it on my own. I can. Uh, was that supposed to be a pun? Yeah. Bye.